Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jonathan Rollins. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. How you doing, bro? You know what? I am uh I'm doing okay. I'm yeah. doing okay, you know. Good man. Um I feel like I'm I'm a little excited. Mm-hmm. What are we? What is this? Wednesday? It's Wednesday. We are how many days? Eight days away from the first game? Yes. Just a week and a day. Yeah, and what, like 10 or 11 days away from our first Sunday slate? Sunday football. It's it's 10 days and a few hours away from our bourbon. I'm I'm very excited about that. <laughs> the only bad thing that happened to me this week that I just want to do a very quick like sh- you know, shout out, rest in peace to my girl Anki Larson who if peace, you yeah. saw uh we got this, she was the mm-hmm. Really fantastic lady yeah. who uh, was part of our little Fantastic Four trying to solve the murder of Olaf Palma. Yeah. Just a phenomenal character actor who a lot of people in Sweden, she's like one of those actors who a lot of people, like they knew her face, but they didn't know her name yeah. until like maybe about five years ago when she finally started to get a lot of the credit that she deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the worst kept secret in the film world because all of us in the film world worshipped her and knew how good she was. And it just took forever for, for everybody else to figure it out. Mm. R.I.P. Um, Anki Larson. Very cool lady. Super honored that I had a chance to work with her. Um, she probably didn't give two shits about American football, but I don't know. That's what, <laughs> you asked me what how, what happened to me this week, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, also, we had a little get together. Yeah. Shout out to the <laughs> few that came through to the first annual uh, Svenafell kickoff yeah, party. It was a we were an intimate group. <laughs> Let's say that. But it was nice, man. It's like a to fancy way of saying small. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I liked the way it went down. They came to uh, Bachi's where I have the Laugh House, mm-hmm. and we hung out, and we had some wings, some good wings, mm-hmm. and some fries, and some drinks. It was a little gassy after the wings, I gotta Oof. be honest with you. Yo, I didn't eat dinner that day. A little gassy. I was like, fuck it, I'm good. I was like, is this <laughs> the wings that's making me fart so much? <laughs> anyway, it was fun. Yeah. We had a yeah, good time. it was really nice. Um, it was good. Yeah, it was. It was good to meet some people uh, mm-hmm. who who listen to the pod and sort of sh- shoot the shit and yeah. um, talk football. Talk football amongst. Yeah, it was almost like podding in front of an audience. In yeah, way. yeah, that's how. Because I felt, I felt yeah. like they were, everybody was asking us questions. Like, so what do you think? And I'm like, okay, what do uh, we? Let's like? go. Yeah, but, uh, fine. <laughs> you know, like we we have been known to not be shy about sharing our opinions about shit. So so we were <laughs> exactly. all in. Yeah, uh, and then good. you had a show afterwards. Yeah, I had to kick everybody out. Which I out. couldn't I stay yeah. for. How did it go? Fantastic. Yeah? Yes. We One had, of the guys who came to the pod. He stayed like, for the show, yeah. He stayed for the show. The show was called Svartskala Sundays. Uh-huh. And uh, that's what, uh, it's like a Swedish word, kind of slang for minorities. But it's right. also used as a racial slur. Right. Sometimes racial slur. But as a slur sometimes. If so, the, the only one of the few times I've been... 
uh, racially, uh, I shouldn't say attacked, but you know what I mean, verbally attacked racially, the guy called me that. Right. And I was like, oh, well, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proud moment. Yeah, man. So uh, we had a room for, like, um, my whole thing is that um, on the comedy stages here, every show I've seen um, at these big clubs and stuff, it's only been, you know, a bunch of ethnically Swedish people and then one or two, what they call fresh color. Right. And then we flipped it and had it only... You know, like a safe space for the minorities to come out in the city and have a show for them right? Uh, with us on stage, you know. So nice. it was really nice. They had a great time. It was packed. Too packed. Okay. I got I to scale it down next time. It felt a little like maybe this is unsafe. Mm. <laughs> a little bit. But then uh, so next time I'm, uh, I, mean, I didn't that, expect it to sell this many tickets. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. But, it, I mean, in a way it's sort of a good thing, you know, especially considering – um, when things go back to normal, uh, the yeah. idea that you would have a show uh, like that is is kind of a cool thing, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like I know some, I have some other, I have more than one black friend, by the way. No, you don't. It's, it's sort of, it reminds me, have you ever seen that, what's that movie? Uh, oh, fuck, what's it called? Dear White People. You ever seen that? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's very funny. This girl, she's like a radio DJ, mm-hmm. and she tells this kind of, she's like, dear white people, the number of, of black friends you need to have in order to not seem racist has officially risen to two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, which is funny. And I do. I have two. I have more than two. Oh, so of course. I'm like super not racist. Uh, <laughs> I would have voted for Obama a third term. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's what all the. But this buddy of mine did something kind of similar to what you're talking about. He he started this thing called the the blacklist. It was like a casting oh, yeah, effort yeah, to kind it, of yeah. remind people of all these you know black actors and stuff like that. Unfortunately, he had to deal with um, like, uh, you know, sort of a backlash of sorts from all these like racist douchebags who started sending him like emails and calling him and stuff like that. I was expecting something like that for myself, man. I thought that uh, people were going to be coming at me for the name of the show, just the name Mm. Uh, and feeling like it's not inclusive, but Mm. it's for everybody. There were white people there. He, like, like the listener, he was white. Who was uh, the Svenafel listener that was there? He had a good time. It's mm. really good comedy, but you know, I just want people in the crowd to see people that look like them on stage. I think it's cool. I, I, uh, I, I, I think there's a lot to. I mean, you know, own it, run with it, yeah, go with it. And next show is starting to sell out already. That's very cool. <laughs> Doing it once a month, and people are buying tickets. It's, it's a thing now, so that's, that's cool, man. It's so very if you guys cool. are interested, come through this Fox Color Sundays. Uh, but yeah, enough about that. Yeah, um, football preseason time, week pre-season. three, baby. Yes, uh, the final week used to be four weeks. Now it's just three. Teams yep. can relax and get the cuts. The cuts are in. You called me we're yesterday, gonna, reminded gonna, me. Yeah, about we're that. gonna get to that in a second. Yeah. But a few things that I saw in um, the final preseason week. I, well, the first thing that struck me that I mean, honestly, I, I watched a little bit of this Chiefs game. God damn. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, oh, my God. I got to say, it's like, I know that he gets. It's cheat code, man. I mean, it's just, it, what did, he threw nine passes, yeah. eight of them completed. Two of those completions were touchdowns. 
And he was out there just like doing that crazy, like whipping it sidearm between defenders and stuff like that. It just looked like he was like walking through the park. The Matrix. Like, He's it, Neo. They should call him Patrick Neo Mahomes. I, it just fucking <laughs> it just was us. Insane. Like if, if anybody thought like, oh yeah, maybe the Chiefs aren't going to be that good this year. Pfft, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then when their backup came in, it looked smooth too. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. man, the Chiefs. It wasn't even Henny. It was, uh, I guess it was a... Uh... I don't know where Henny is if he's still the backup there. But oh, speaking of the Chiefs uh, and cuts, DeAndre Baker he made the cut. He's, Whoa! He made the squad. He made the squad. Yes, that's right. DeAndre Baker. It is a full-on redemption story. Yes, man. He's back. Uh, yeah. Let's just hope he doesn't break his leg or you know try to rob another dice game. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the Eagles Jets game had a crazy ending. Yeah, Philly was up uh, thirty-one to twenty-three. Jets were trailing by like eight points, I think. Uh. Um, and the Jets had the ball on the fifty-yard line with like six seconds left. Is fourth and three. Backup quarterback, quarterback James Morgan. Mm. Never heard of the guy. Nope. Right. Rolls out to his right and throws up this hail mary, it, and an undrafted free agent rookie. Kenny Yabua, or so I can't even pronounce his last name, somehow comes down with it. All zeros showing on the clock. They they have the ball. They run it up the gut, and then they score a two point conversion. The game ends in a thirty one thirty one tie. I was like, <laughs> it was insane. Uh, I, and of course, because they don't have overtime in the preseason anymore, so it just it just ended as a tie. Yeah, which is a little, which is which yeah. is fine. It's just a yeah, it's preseason, preseason game. I remember um, a couple of years ago there was a, a preseason game and they went to overtime. I was like, why? Why? It, it, it just feels dumb. They did too. a full on like extra fifteen minutes. Like, are you <clears> kidding <throat> me? I, I mean, I get that it would be you know maybe beneficial in some ways to kind of i mean coaching your way through an overtime scenario yeah. is not something well, you get a lot practice. of opportunity to do but yeah. but it doesn't seem like a very smart thing to do in especially pre-season. with health on the line and all of that mm. fuck all that but oddly enough uh it was not the only game that ended with hail mary because the uh, miami dolphins yes talk about it yeah man that was great <laughs> I, I was feeling great uh I didn't. I watched it just because, you know what I mean? Because I knew that uh, Reed Sinnett was going to play the entire game. Right. They didn't even play uh, Jacoby Brissett or Tua. Um, and Sinnett's been cut. So that was a really nice thing for the team to do to show showcase him, basically, right. so he can get another job, basically. That's what it was for. Mm-hmm. But. Um, he was out there. He was doing all right. You know, it was uh, it was cool to see. And then that last play, he rolled out. You know, got away from the pressure. Throws it up, tight end, catches it, toe taps it, wins the game. I was like, yes! <laughs> Over the uh, Bengals, too? <clears throat> yeah. Ugh. Sure. And Zach-, Zach Taylor's officially on my list as uh, first to go. I'm going to put money on that, that he's the first coach fired. Because he, uh, they were so undisciplined, mm. their team. Mm. It just looked like, what is he doing? Like, I don't know. I know it was the backups or whatever, but... I just uh, I'm biased too. I think he's a shitty coach. Well, there's that. There's also it looks like their first um, their first round draft pick is not living up to expectations. Oh yeah, he was having dro- he was dropping more. If he uh, and if that offensive line can't keep Joe Burrow upright, I, I agree with you. I think it could very easily be the first guy to go. I think if they have bottom of the league, you know, uh, like halfway through the season, if they haven't won. If by game nine they haven't won uh, three games, yeah, then he might be gone. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the Saints Cardinals game was canceled because of a hurricane. 
Uh, Hurricane Ida, I think it's called. Yep. Ida, Ida. Um, I got a, a, a aunt who she passed away, but her name is Ida May. That's a great name. It's a great <laughs> Ida May. Ida May. You know, May is a very common uh, middle name mm. in the South, uh, at least amongst black folks. Because mm. uh, I even made Allison, my daughter, her mm. middle name is Charlotte May. Because mm. I threw the May in there, <laughs> and my, my grandmother calls her Charlamagne. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> it. You call that girl Charlamagne? Mm. But hey, out of me. Uh, shout out to ain't out of me. Mm. Just thought about that. Um, <laughs> very sad uh, yeah. and unfortunately very familiar uh, images coming out of New Orleans, being underwater in a lot of places. Yeah. Uh, the team obviously is going to be displaced for a period of time, and at the moment I think there's kind of more questions and answers as to where they're going to play their home games for the first month. Um, this at Dallas. Actually, the first the that week one is uh, apparently is a home game for the Saints, uh, but they can't play in Dallas because uh, even though Dallas is playing on Thursday, there's a concert scheduled on, mm. on that Sunday. So they're Damn. still trying to figure out where they're going to play. <clears throat> they might end up in like a, a high school stadium or something. Like that. Actually, I I read this morning that because of the COVID protocol and and the NFL trying to kind of keep a handle on things. Um, They've they passed this rule that said that they won't be able to do that. Damn, um, anywhere. This was before the hurricane. It's not like they did okay, it because okay. of that. It was just like all NFL games need to be played in an NFL stadium. They weren't really foreseeing this scenario again because the last time this happened for Hurricane Katrina, I'm pretty sure the they did they play in the LSU stadium. They I, don't I think they played down the road in Baton Rouge. Okay, because I remember remember when the. The dome in Minnesota crashed in. Yeah, and they played. They played at like a a college stadium or something Mm. like that for the whole until they built this. Yeah, well, that that was the big problem in in New Orleans too because the Superdome started to fall apart, and also they had all these people living in the Superdome during Hurricane Katrina. I remember that. This time, uh, fortunately, it hasn't gotten as bad. Most people uh, seems as though most people kind of, uh, you know, basically got out of town. Uh, so the 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 level of tragedy this time appears to be less, far less than than what it was in Katrina. Uh, yes, thankfully. But it is, um, yeah, it's still a bit of a question mark as to where the Saints are going to be playing uh, Week One. Damn, where's he? Does Houston have a home game? First game? <clears throat> mm, I'm not sure. Don't they play? They play Jacksonville Week One. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because um, I, yeah, I was th- laughing about how they have a, a shit bowl in week one is going to be very funny to make fun of. Shit bowl. <clears throat> week we got to get shit a bowl. shit bowl sound effect. Uh, the Ravens, they did it. They broke the Vince Lombardi era Packers record for the most consecutive preseason wins. That's 20 wins in a row. Uh, unfortunately, they did it at the expense of running back J.K. Dobbins, yeah, man. who went down with a knee injury and will be out for the <laughs> entire. Season. Damn, that hurts. But for them, you win. <laughs> That's the so, new one. Yeah. That's the new one. Right Won that. Uh, <laughs> but losing J.K. Dobbins is terrible. Yeah, I mean, he, is this terrible. is a guy that he uh, he came in as a second round draft pick in 2020. Yeah. And as a rookie, he ran over 800 yards. This, this dude He's is a big part him. of, a, you know, one of the teams in the league that is like, like the whole game plan revolves around the run. Did you see any of their game? I did not. No, I saw. No, I just saw that. Uh, no, I, I've never heard of this Hundley dude or whatever his name is. The backup. A lot of people are talking about him. 
Wow. A lot of people are talking about him. He that looked good, man. He could be, and especially given like if something were to happen to Lamar Jackson, like yeah. he could really slot in there and and kind it of seems run like this a offense. good backup. Yeah, like he was. He looked kind of like Lamar. It was a, the Ravens are a freaking machine, man. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> They're a machine. They were like uh, Dobbins goes down. Then they got uh, Gus Edwards mm. from the U came in there. Just it just looked like. They just plug and play. They're certainly very confident because they all reports say that they don't intend to go out looking for somebody to replace J.K. Plug Dobbins. Next man up. <clears throat> They're like, we get, we're good. We don't need another guy. And every team says that next man up stuff, but they live by that shit, man. They have it's a they got a whole machine going on. Over I there. think you're. I think you might be right about that. Yeah, man. Uh, there's other teams I'm far more worried about, like yeah. if they were to lose something. If they were to lose a piece, like okay, fine, the next man up. But who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, they asked um, uh, Harbaugh how he felt about losing a guy. He said, "We do not care." Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. they care obviously, but they just keep it moving. Though. Yeah, I love it. Uh, okay, so the, I mean, obviously, the biggest news of the last twenty-four hours. Not only did the Patriots name Mac Jones as winner of the QB battle up in New England, but they also cut. Cam Newton from their squad. Cut. Man. They cut a motherfucker. Oh shit, not good. (laughs) Or maybe they're thinking, (laughs) You are trash! I don't don't think he looked like trash, though. I think it might be the not, he's uh, anti vaxxing over there, man. I I think that there's probably a lot of reasons behind why this happened. Uh, First and foremost is that Mac Jones, uh, you know, made it hard for them. To yeah. ignore how good he is, yeah. and and I think had Cam been, you know, far and away the better quarterback, yeah. then this wouldn't happen, yep. right? And if you and if you, he left a, he left a little hole for him by not getting vaccinated, by having that little situation happen, yeah. and uh, by playing mediocre football. Bill Belichick does not care about moving on. No, and and it opens up a whole lot of questions, actually, because the first thing that I thought about after I got over the initial shock, because I was like, I had to read the headline like three times. I, was I like, thought it was a this? joke, man. A I did, too. Wrote to me. I, I like, thought, I was like, is it April? F-? Like, I thought it was one of those things, but I'm like, uh-huh. no, it's fucking September. Uh, who needs a quarterback, right? Oh, yeah. And also how, you know, for... In some small way, I was kind of curious, like, how does this affect the Deshaun Watson situation? Mm. Because that seemed to kind of heat up. I personally am starting to think that a lot of the news reports we were hearing around that are kind of bullshit. They are bullshit. Um, But here's the thing. I think there were a lot of teams that could use a a backup, uh, you know, with Cam, you know, behind the number one guy for whatever reason, for for either the reason that like your main guy gets hurt, or because maybe you're unsure of what you have going in to the season, right? That so, makes me think of the Giants immediately. Exactly. And did you read that? I did. <laughs> it popped in my head since so you said that. Yeah, Giants. The, man. the Giants are looking desperate for a QB because Daniel Jones looks Not like it. absolute shit. Yeah. Uh, the other. <laughs> you are trash. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the big rumor that popped up first was that the Cowboys were looking to bring him in. Cowboys as a, as a backup. Hmm. Well, because I think you know, if you look at, think about Jerry Jones. Uh, you know, he's. He he's already stated he would do anything humanly possible to win another Super Bowl, yeah. and he's running out of time. And Dak is not as much as they want to say he's a hundred percent. He's clearly not. 
And the Danucci dude, he, did he get cut? I think so, yeah. And their backups were awful yeah. in the preseason. Yeah, so I mean, uh, that would be it, man. Other rumors were that he could possibly wind up with the Cardinals simply because he's kind of more similar to Kyler mm-hmm. Murray. Yeah. Right? And and if something were to happen to him, it'd be nice to have Cam. Um, I would think if Dwayne Haskins wasn't working out, I think that could be a thing. Pittsburgh. Yeah. But they throw the ball so much. Cam can't throw the ball that much. You need more. Like Baltimore might have been good if they didn't have this Hundley dude looking so good. Well, one of the things that I thought, I don't know if he's a great fit for this team, um, but I think the Colts should kick the Oh, yeah. That was this. the first one I thought of was I the think, Colts. I don't know if he fits the way they want to run their offense necessarily, but I think just as far as insurance is concerned, because, yeah. I mean, look at Carson Wentz. This guy. Right, he comes in, he injures his foot, yeah. he's out, and then like within days of coming back, he winds up on the on the COVID protocol list. And mind you, he's not vaccinated. Yeah, but then it'll be the same thing with Cam. Cam needs That's to just true. go get the shot. That's true. He should get the shot just for his uh That's for his true. career. That's true. But he left he left in in good spirits though. But my last suggestion on Cam Newton is like if we're gonna talk about backup quarterbacks, mm-hmm. I'm just saying maybe he should go to Atlanta. Hear me out. Uh, okay. I see. He's from Atlanta. Okay. Okay. It would allow the Falcons to give the Saints a taste of their own medicine using Cam, kind of like a mm-hmm. Swiss Army knife a la Taysom Hill. He's got to be better than Josh Rosen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, not yeah, he's a- going he's gonna to require more than backup money. Like, he's going to require good money, I think. Oh, he probably won't care. He'll probably take a, he's got to take a pay cut. Yeah, but I mean, even the Patriots were paying him pennies on the dollar right. for like a one-year deal. So, yeah. I, in one way, I kind of thought like maybe the reason I, I don't know I, it seems we, unlikely he would wind up back in Carolina. Nah. Why would you nah, do nah, that nah, twice? Nah, nah. You know what I mean? You don't do that. That would be weird. But Sam Donald ain't looking too hot. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, sticking with the Patriots, uh, the Patriots traded my man, former Georgia Bulldog Sony Michelle, to the Los Angeles Rams. Mm. I mean, that's a bold statement. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they're going they to beat everybody's ass this year, man. I, I got to feel. You know what? The only thing is, I don't know if I'm that much of a believer in Mac Jones. Who is he? You know what I mean? <laughs> I got to get my who is he uh, sure. comment out there. I I have a. A bit of a theory about Mac Jones that I haven't shared with you yet. Okay. Um, and, and it required me putting my hatred of the Alabama Crimson Tide aside mm-hmm. as a Georgia fan. Okay. And if you look at the quarterback situation in Alabama for the last three or four years, mm-hmm. objectively, right, they had Jalen Hurts yeah. and they had Tua mm-hmm. and they had Mac Jones as their third string quarterback. This guy yeah. has been sitting behind these other two players yeah. for the past three to four years. That's true. Waiting for his opportunity, not taking anything for granted, learning, working, being very quiet. Mm. He's not a boastful guy. Yeah. And when he got his shot at Alabama, he came out and he put on like sort of a record setting passing season in college football in mm. his in his senior year to get him in the conversation of going in the first round of the draft. I'd be a little scared of Mac Jones if I were in the AFC. Good points, man. Now, I don't know anything about him on a personal level or yeah. like psychologically, like right, how right, right. he 
prepares for the game. But but if I sort of look at his situation objectively, that when he got a shot, I'm a little yeah. impressed. Yeah, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Especially sitting there patiently, not trying to force his way out and do a tra- hit. The Unlike Hurts, Jalen Hurts yeah. left when he when he fe- when Tua took his job. It would have been interesting to see if Hurts would have stayed there and then to oh yeah they left at the same time to see if Mac would have beat out Hurts because maybe out of those three Alabama quarterbacks what if Hurts is the worst? It, it certainly seems it like it looks it at like the he moment. might be the worst. Well, we don't know. I mean, last year is not a very good indication. I mean, he played four and he, games and, and backup, and they treated him like absolute dirt. Um, but, but they yeah. seem to be looking. Yeah. At all times, they were in the talk, uh, allegedly. Who knows what this Deshaun Watson stuff, but allegedly Philly was one of the teams mm. that were uh, talking. Yeah, but I agree with you. I, I think the Patriots are going to be dangerous this year, uh, as are the Rams. I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Sony Michelle they obviously bring in to, to replace the loss of Cam Akers, mm-hmm. uh, which should be helpful. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah, should be interesting. Speaking of former Bulldogs, legendary Herschel Walker just announced that he's running for Senate in Georgia. Fuck that. That's a little weird. Where's my uh, shit, man? Where's the fuck I'm that not, guy? Yes, fuck exactly. that guy. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, I cannot even tell you. Like, I, I had no bigger idol as a child I than loved Herschel him. Walker. My dad told me how he doesn't do weights. Mm. I thought that was so cool. This does, dude does all his push-ups and I couldn't have had him. a bigger idol at the time. But yeah. then, of course, I grow up and I start to see, like, oh, he's, he's not just buddies. I thought he just hung out with Trump because Trump was rich. But apparently he's just— Just one of them dumb Republicans. He is one of those dumb Republicans. So I can tell you my mother is very excited to vote for him, and she thinks that everybody in Georgia is going to vote for him based on his popularity at the University of Georgia. So let's, fingers crossed, that she's wrong. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, man, when these athletes do stuff, people get on board. Like they're talking about oh, yeah. Charles Barkley could get elected in Alabama if he wanted. Oh, there's a lot of dudes who who have left sports and 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 run for or public dancing office. with the stars. Yeah, sure. Right? Don't they yeah. always go yeah. like Jerry Rice? That motherfucker can't dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that he can run routes like he does because he can't dance for shit, and he made it all the way to like. <laughs> <laughs> Top three. Emmett won the shit. Emmett was pretty That's good. That's true. Emmett won. It's like that. these dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Rice should have never been on there. He was at the stage too, where he was, uh, where he was having his uh, his cornrows, <laughs> That's so funny. his cornrows all the way at the back. And he's like, cut that shit off, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you bald as me. Uh, Broncos <laughs> named Teddy Bridgewater their starting quarterback, and uh, he looked good. I like this move. Uh, I I feel like Den- Drew Locke, man, he looks like oof. He looks like that dude that was the frat boy asshole. Yeah, that got shit handed to him his whole life, and now he's dealing with life. <laughs> I, I feel like good. I feel like you know Teddy has sort of bounced around a little bit over the yeah. last couple of years. I kind of feel like Denver could be a good fit for him. Denver could also be a good fit for Cam Newton. That is also true. <laughs> but I mean, get rid of Drew Locke, have Newton on the bench. Tell You're going to have... Dr- oh, the Teddy and Cam again. Like a, well, well, I guess it'll be like a Carolina connection. That would be weird. Uh, yeah, um, sure. You get rid of Drew Locke, man. Eventually, yeah. He's, <laughs> you got to cut that dude loose. Uh, in other news, in what was a surprise to absolutely no one except Gardner Menchu, Jags announced Trevor Lawrence will be their week one starter. <laughs> It's a good thing that Menchu can finally take that poop that he's been holding back. 
right? <laughs> this is the, the guy who says, I don't, even, I don't even go number two. Uh, I'm predicting that that is going to be like a legendary poop. That's yeah. going to be a good one. But he got traded, right? Isn't he, he in did. Philly, Philly, right? He did. And then, like, what was it? Days later, news drops that the Jags have traded him to Philly. Traded to Philly. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Uh, talk. Speaking of smacking the face to Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they're not. They're, he's not their guy, man. It's sort of a smack in the face all around, if you ask me. Because I, I still think I, I do not understand why the Eagles insist on continuing to insult Jalen Hurts yeah, with every opportunity that they have. Uh, but the other funny thing is that you know, obviously. Minshew was like, you know, trying to compete for the number one spot in uh, Jacksonville. He didn't want number two. Uh, but now he's going to the Eagles where Joe Flacco is number two. So, Mr. I don't even poop because that's, <laughs> you know, not my thing, uh, yeah. is now the Eagles' third string quarterback. Flacco looks like late stage <laughs> Drew Bledsoe now. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so bad, man. He's a statue. He ain't going anywhere. I actually think this is a mistake. Uh, Minshew. On, yeah, because I, I what if, Minshew makes sense number two. But I'm saying why I think it's a mistake to trade him. I mean, like, what if Trevor Lawrence gets hurt? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Who's their backup? Minshew's now? a good backup. He's a yeah. really good backup. Who's their backup? I don't know, actually. But as you you've said on this podcast, yeah. the most famous player sometimes is the backup quarterback. That's true, especially but, in but Philly. Amongst the fans. Especially in Philly. I'm not talking about Philly. I'm talking about Jacksonville. Yeah. So they get this guy out here who could, you know, if, and if Trevor has a rough pass, you'd be like, well, do you want us to put in Nathan Peterman? or You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, we got to stick with the rookie. You know what I mean? But I think you you, Gardner you keep got, Gardner Minshew around, and I think you, you scare Trevor Lawrence even more by saying, like, look, dude, if you don't pick it up, we're going to th- see that guy over there with the mustache and the Daisy Duke shorts? We're going to put him in. <laughs> Okay, I, I I think a good coach would do that, right? Are we talking about a good coach though? Uh, no, I don't think we are. Fuck that guy! <laughs> I don't think we are. Uh, exactly. Uh, Jameis Winston has been announced as the Week One starter for the Saints. Finally, man. Um, yeah, I just well, sure. I I hope that that's what I'm saying. Uh, throughout the season, because I, I, I mean, as a Falcons fan, obviously I hope he throws thirty interceptions again. Oh, he will. But I, have oh, he's a... gonna. I don't know. Sean Payne's gonna have him on a on a on a on a uh... on a chain, <laughs> big ass chain. Got <laughs> him on a tight leash, man. I have a bad feeling that he's not gonna do that, and I, and part of the reason why I think that is because of precisely what you just said. I think that. I think Bruce Arians deserves some of the credit for how bad Jameis Winston was in that in that last season that he was with the Bucks. I think he put Jameis Winston in a situation where he needed to throw that many deep balls. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton's not going to do that, right? Yeah, and not only him. that, yeah. you have you've got Alvin Kamara to throw, mm-hmm. you know, to throw a, yeah. screen passes to, so that you don't have to go for that bomb shot. Yeah. You know, every two or three downs. He didn't have to. No. <laughs> he was still no. making he he had too much confidence in himself. And uh I think he got the he might have gotten that uh ego check that he needed. Maybe. And uh, we'll see. He thought He's he not was, gonna be sucking on his W's. He thought he was eating them W's yeah. and he realized he was choking <laughs> on an L. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> He's choking on an L. <laughs> Yeah, choking on the L uh, instead of EWs. I like that. Very interesting development in San Francisco. It appears that the 49ers 
are trying mm. to draw up a kind of saints, uh, draw from the saints playbook by yeah. preparing for this kind of dual threat. Jimmy G, G Trey Lance, maybe use Trey Lance like you like a Taysom Hill kind of thing. I think we'll Shanahan see. is just fucking with people yeah, well, right I, now, I it, yeah, yeah. and I think he kind of. I, I think Shanahan gets a little bit of a hard on by keeping people in the dark. You know what I mean? That's sort of his his thing. He, he I think he thinks that it makes him clever. Yeah. In a way. Speaking um, of hard ons in the dark, any Deshaun Watson up the no, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are gonna get to that in a minute. But okay. before that, Viking safety Harrison Smith has signed a sixty four million dollar extension that makes him the second highest paid safety in the NFL. How about that? I can't find it. He's making that money. I can't, find, uh, I can't find the straight cash on me. Oh, you can't find the straight cash? It's got to be up here somewhere. Ding dong, shame. No, fuck you. <laughs> Run through a motherfucker face. No, that's straight right. cash, homie. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about him no more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird combo. Uh, yeah, this guy's pretty good. He deserves his money. Um, we'll see if this defense is worth a shit this year. Harrison Smith, I don't know, man. <clears throat> that's a big-ass deal. It is a big ass deal. And he, uh, how old is he? He is. He's been playing for a long ass time. He has been playing for a long time. Uh, Thirty-two years old. And you give him eighty-four million dollars. Well, here's the thing. Uh, prior to Great this, cash, homie. Prior, prior to this last week, he had a streak of five consecutive Pro Bowl appearances. Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to this last year. Well, this past year, they yeah that that streak was was snapped, obviously. Uh, it says here in nine seasons with the Vikings, Smith has made 747 tackles, 28 interceptions, uh, seven forced fumbles, 66 pass breakups. I don't know. Those are all yeah, whatever. Five picks last year. That's all right, man. You know. You like that? You like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, more bad news for the Jets. Uh-oh. Who, uh, after losing Carl Lawson, will also now be without... <laughs> I just heard more bad news for the Jets. I had to start right. celebrating. They will also be without their defensive end, Vinny Curry, uh, because of some kind of a rare blood disorder. Oh, which damn. is a weird. The Jets, man, they're haunted. I think so. I wouldn't be surprised if they were haunted. They had the person that passed away. Yep. They uh, who they lose for the year not too long ago. But uh, well, this Carl Lawson guy they lost. Who else? There were some other ones. There was somebody else. There's man. a couple of other teams who who I think are falling into this haunted category as well. I think the Colts might be one. I mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's an implosion. Oh yeah, the two guys have uh, Wentz and the other guy having the same exact injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. did the other guy come back? Because they said Wentz is back. Yeah, but I think he's on. Is he? I don't remember if he wound up on the COVID list as well. But whatever. Damn. You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, it's weird with the Colts. I think they. We're kind of sort of coming into the, but I think before the Carson Wentz trade, I was of the opinion that the Colts were essentially just like a good quarterback away from being a real contender. And then they got Carson Wentz, and I was like, well, that wasn't quite what I was implying. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but he was mean? also reuniting with his old coach. Yeah. And we thought that that could be. But it feels like nothing has gone right since he got. No, there. you're right. They could be haunted. Yeah. So. Damn, we got to. Uh... Um, but I think we, I feel like we, we have to, but do you know what ghosts say? What are they saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I have to ask you about this because uh, okay. look, the rumors started to bubble up over the weekend that a trade for Deshaun Watson was starting to look imminent. The two main candidates being the Panthers and the Dolphins. 
I, I mean, I don't know. I personally, I went through a bit of an evolution with this. I'm start. I'm now leaning very heavily on the idea that this would be, this is stupid. It is stupid. This is dumb. And it seems to me that it's only flaring up now because we were getting so close to the roster cuts. Right. Like that. The, the media it, will want it too. It's like everybody, the, the people who need it will push it because it helps them. You know what I mean? Yeah. The agent, the Texans and the media. Yeah. Are, but the, Panthers and the Dolphins, you know what I'm saying? Part, it's not coming from that side. Here's here's where here's where I kind of landed. It doesn't make sense to me because, like, so I get, like, fine, okay, fine. You don't, the Texans don't want to have a guy on their roster who's not going to play that that's going to make $10 million this year. I get that. Mm-hmm. But trading him doesn't really fix your football team, right? No. So, because whatever you would trade him for, it would presumably be like a player and and multiple first round picks, which you can't have right away anyway. Yeah, but right. That's... So you're gonna you just be prepared that this year the Houston Texans are gonna suck. Right. Right. So why not keep him until March, when 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 his legal situation has the opportunity to play out? Right. Mm. Because we're talking about a guy who not only has like. It's this isn't just like a civil court case. Ten of those women who have accused him of of, of sexual assault, those are actually criminal cases, yeah. right? So why not let? Because the problem here for the Houston Texans is that they have no leverage because they're trying to trade a player that you can't promise isn't going to go to jail, right? And he's not okay. And and on the flip side, he doesn't want to play for them. That's the hard part, exactly. Because if he was like, man. We'll see what happens with my legal case. Then and then, uh, and he still wanted to play for Houston. I don't think it'd be a problem at all from them. You know what I mean? I think if he was smart, he would just say, "You know what? Fuck it. I'll play this." Year. I love the game. I'm gonna I'll play. play for Houston. I'm gonna play and, and I'm gonna show everybody how good I am. Yeah, the team's still gonna suck, but I'm gonna be good. Yeah. And then the that's what the case was last year. I really think that he's making a huge mistake. Yeah, playing. There are four. There were a four win team last year. With him, because he's going to get booed everywhere he goes, regardless, yeah. right? For because of the person, you know, because of the legal stuff that he's facing. I, I think no matter where he goes, so it's not like playing for another team is going to make people forget that you may or may not be a serial assault yeah. person. My only problem with it uh, coming from my team's standpoint, where uh, so many fans that are just like. Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna stop cheering for this team if they get this guy and all of that shit. And I'm just like, okay, okay. But, but what what do you make of the fact that it, that the Dolphins have kind of failed to sort of kill to, the, it to kill the rumor? They don't. Talk, they have a policy that they don't talk about negotiations or you know what I mean. Hmm. The only the he did talk about Xavier and Howard because that was an internal thing, right? But I think the Dolphins aren't against. Like like uh, Chris Greer is not against acquiring assets, right? So he's always like he's like such a shrewd GM as we've seen, yeah. That he's like I keep fleecing <laughs> these teams. So if he comes out and says we do not want him, then 
that when Houston, who's already desperate, gets even more desperate and the price goes down, maybe they would take him and then put him on IR or something. And then when if he does become available, that's interesting. Flop him, flip him up for other stuff. You know what I mean? I didn't think about that. And that's that was what I was gonna say. Like uh, it is possible that uh, you know so many people believe like oh they don't believe they're, they're not sure on Tua. It's possible they are sure on Tua. They they built the team for Tua. Basically, right. Bringing in Waddle, and he looks uh, good. Too. Albert Wilson, two is looking great. Yeah, I said it last week. I think he's poised to make the year two jump. Yeah, so uh, they obviously believe in him, but just because there's two things can be true. They could believe in this guy and believe in continuing to build the team the way they've done it by flipping assets and fleecing teams. That's a good point. And uh, I think uh, I wouldn't be pissed if he if he came on the team and never took a snap. Right. <laughs> because I see that, hey, maybe they're uh, trying to make some moves. They've nobody predicted any of the shit they've done to get here, right? <laughs> so maybe they're doing some other unpredictable shit. Mm. So I don't know. I'm not too, uh, and I could be naive. I, I think it would be really funny to see the Dolphins stick it to the Texans again. Again, yeah. <laughs> like all right, we like got the Laramie you, Tunsil thing. <laughs> yeah, you get a second round pick. <laughs> We get Watson and we flip him for three firsts once he gets yeah. through. Uh, you know, he's going to settle with all these women probably. Or if they did one of these things where it was like, we'll give you a third round pick. It'll be a first round if he plays 10 games. And play him nine games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or played no games. Yeah, exactly. Played no games at all. Because I could see him coming over and not playing any games. Yeah. It'll be dumb for any team to play him right now. He don't know those playbooks. No. You're going to ruin the whole chemistry. The locker room will be all fucked up. You know, the masseuses will be all overworked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> They'll bring all old men masseuses on <laughs> yeah. on whatever team he gets to. They'll yeah. just be like, oh, yeah, like, this is Richard. Richard. He's a team masseuse. He's 87 years old. <laughs> and he only uses mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you like smelling like mayonnaise. Yeah, you smell like a goddamn sandwich. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> Uh, let's see here in COVID news, Urban Meyer said the quiet thing out loud Fuck that guy! by admitting that vaccination status played a part in deciding who would get cut. Oh my gosh. Uh, now that's not uh, for me. This is a weird one because on one hand you kind of wonder like, did, did he not get the memo that he's not supposed to say that out yeah, loud? Exactly. Is he like stupid or is this like is it an entitlement thing like he just thinks he can say whatever he want wants or or, or does he just not care because i i mm. honestly think that he's admitting what everybody has already what everybody's already doing right mm. i mean it just because you're just not supposed to say it out loud right i it, i agree but because he said it out loud now he's being investigated by the uh, the players union um, wow. which I'm sure sends you know chills down his spine uh, that the NFLPA is coming after him. <laughs> uh, they are think, known for holding people accountable. It, it's just such a weird story because on one level, it's like I want to say that Urban Meyer is stupid in this situation, but at the same time, he, he's saying he he whether he meant to or just said just oops or whatever. He's telling the truth. I mean, yeah. every coach in the league is cutting people based on on whether or not they're vaccinated. Yeah. I, I think. I think so too. So, and it's probably going to be hard to get a job if you don't get vaccinated because you're going to come into the team and possibly cause a forfeit. Yeah, and but you know, on 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 the flip side of it, it does. Um, you know, it's just another thing you can add to the list of like 
stupid things that Urban Meyer has done since he yeah, became man. an NFL coach. Like it's a, it's an, it's certainly whether you believe that he's telling the truth or, or for whatever reason, it's an unforced error. You should just yeah. keep your fucking mouth shut. He's not used to this shit. No. I mean, he's getting held accountable by the media. He's yeah. not used to that shit where they got that hush-hush environment at the schools he's been at. Yeah. Where they just look out for the college coach is the royal royalty in the town. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's not like that anymore, man. Uh, You're motherfucking yeah. Duval now, boy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Ryan Tannehill got himself on the COVID list. He's supposed to miss up to 10 days, but I think because he's vaccinated, he could come back sooner. Oh, okay. Um, oh, good. Carson Wentz, again, like I said, he's also on the reserve COVID list after just coming back from a foot injury. How is, uh, I, um, I don't know much about these uh, people catching it after being vaccinated. Like, how sick are they getting? Well, th- apparently, the people who are vaccinated are not the ones who are getting super sick. The ones who are winding up in the hospital, by and large, are the ones right. who haven't been vaccinated. Okay. Um because yeah. I do understand people saying, what's the point of me getting the vaccine if I can still get COVID and still get left off out of the games? But I, I don't I know. If you're not having symptoms. I don't know think. the exact numbers, but I, but I think it's like the overwhelming majority of people who are winding up in the ICU centers are people who are unvaccinated. Yeah. I, well, I, yeah, I so. have heard that people that are vaccinated aren't going to ICUs. Mm. And only I think the number is still in like single digits of people who've actually died. Right. From yeah. that are vaccinated from COVID, I think it's three people. But again, I, I think this Wentz thing, I, it just smells like a train wreck coming. You know, I root for the guy, man. Maybe because he was on my fantasy one year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have any real personal issue against him. I, I just think, I don't know. I kind of like. I started to like the Colts last year, not necessarily because they had Philip Rivers, but because they had so many interesting other pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, they had two great running backs. They had a great defense. They had they were like a team that you could really kind of root for or, or have a lot of respect for. And you were like, damn, if they could just get the right quarterback. And it would be a shame if Carson Wentz comes in here and just fucks this thing up. Yeah. You know? Do you, uh, what was the name of, uh, what are you naming your fantasy team? My fantasy team uh, is a tribute to both my father and Billy White Shoes Johnson. So it's called, uh, my fantasy team is Tony White Shoes Misara. Okay, I didn't see it in the, okay. Because mm-hmm. mine is uh, before, like I said, I'm going to wait till I pick. Mm-hmm. But um, last year, I just looked at it when I went into the app. Mm-hmm. My team last year was called Deshaun of the Dead. <laughs> nice, <laughs> I like it. Because of Deshaun Watson. And before that, <clears throat> it was the Giselles because I lost the lead. Mm-hmm. And uh, they named me. They named my team. <laughs> That's funny. So I was called I like Giselle's because I'm Tom Brady's bitch. Oh, and then, no. Uh, <laughs> and then the year before that, I was the Benitentiary Boys. <laughs> because uh, I had Ben Roethlisberger. Nice. As, uh, as my lead player. And uh, and I, 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 towards the end of the draft, I was picking players that had trouble with the law. That's why I lost. Right. I lost after doing the Benitentiary Boys draft. And uh, <laughs> trying to pick only players that had legal troubles. That's funny. <laughs> and uh, I think the first one was the Brown something. I forget. I had Antonio Brown as my guy. But, of yeah, course. Just uh, throwing it out yeah. there that, uh, you know, it, it's important what you name your fantasy team. Yeah. And we'll have more. This uh, Tomorrow is our draft for those of you that are That's right. playing and interested. And we're going to um, do the draft live and we're going to film it. And uh, all of, we'll have all of the characters and whatnot that are interested. We're going to uh, have them on uh, to, to make their picks on camera. 
So that should be fun. We'll put that on the the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, so fantasy football is going to be fun this year, man. I, I I'm looking forward to it. I'm a total noob. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, and we and are we sure going to carry on that? Are we going to carry on that rule? The the loser gets. We want to have a reward and then a, a carrot and a stick. And I'm right. thinking the stick should be last place in our league gets renamed by the league. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we'll name next year's team. We'll name your team something else next year. Right. I so, think that's a funny – I like that rule. Yeah, that's what that's we did one. in the first league I was part of, the Love Refugee League, shout out. And uh, we uh, yeah, we renamed it. Like I said, I was the Giselles. And we, we it's a fun thing. Instead of like a Waffle House 24 hours, I love that punishment. <laughs> Have you heard about that? No. The guy, he lost his fantasy thing, so he had to sit in Waffle House for 24 hours. And uh, for every waffle he ate, you know Waffle House got those big-ass waffles? Yeah, yeah. For every waffle he ate, they take an hour off your time. So he has oh, wow. <laughs> so he's sitting there. And one dude, uh, there, a few leagues have done it now since the first guy. One dude, like, live tweeted it. It was fantastic watching him. He's like, I think I'm going to die. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's tweeting as he's doing it. And was it, he, like, like, trying to eat as many waffles as possible? So I mean, he was, but, I mean, once he got... Once he got so far, he's like, you can't. He's like, I, I, I have to go to the parking lot and vomit right now. Oh, and my God. He goes to the parking lot, throws up, comes back. I think uh, the one guy I heard about, he he was there for 12 hours. He ate 12 waffles. Huh. To get his time down to 12 hours, and then he got out of there. I think I would think, I would find that kind of fascinating. Yeah. I, I don't think, like, I would think it would be quite fun to be. To try to figure it out. I would probably try to make something out of it. Yeah, you know? I think live tweeting was cool because so many people followed this guy's. There's journey. a great. I don't know if you. We talked about. There's a podcast called This American Life. Of course, uh, I listen to it every week. That's super great, and they did an episode several years ago called "24 Hours at the Golden Apple." And, oh yeah, and it it's was really uh, good. Yeah, it's one of their best episodes ever. Is actually. it in? Is it in, it's in Chicago? Chicago? Yeah, and it's like a 24 hour restaurant, and they had several reporters who just like you know stayed there in shifts for 24 hours just yeah. collecting stories of people there really cool very cool episode um, and you would take on that type of thing at the waffle house i think i would probably try to do something like that like yeah. what can Get i to learn know people. Yeah. what can i learn in this 24 hours yeah i wouldn't i mean of course i would eat some waffles but i wouldn't try to eat like fucking 30 waffles or nothing <laughs> well once you eat 24 then you're good that's true actually <laughs> I would like 24 waffles, please. <laughs> Just eat that and Slice then, down and, then and leave, get out of there. And then pass yeah, out in the right. parking lot. And die. And I'm dead. <laughs> Wait a second. Where's that at? Damn, it's I'm like, not... ooh, you know he dead. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know he dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, or if you get really hungry. We're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going right. to bite a kneecap off. Yeah. <laughs> I eat that many waffles, I won't have no room for kneecaps. I know, right? Well, <clears throat> uh, yeah. So, I mean, the COVID stuff keeps rolling. I think this is one of those things that everybody needs to be prepared that we're going to, as much as we hoped it would go away, uh, I think it's going to have an effect on the season this year. I don't think there'll be any forfeits, though. I don't think there will be any forfeits either. This came up in the conversation at the, at yeah. the meet and greet. Yeah. Uh, I do think that the NFL is going to have to rethink their, you know, so far, most of the protocols, the new rules for, for the COVID protocols that have been created have been primarily a way for the league to punish people 
however you want to put it, what you're either trying to punish people who don't want to get vaccinated or you're trying to create an incentive for them to get vaccinated. However you want to see that. Uh, I think it's already starting to show that this is, that approach is not going to work once the season starts. Right. Because it's still possible for people who are vaccinated, not only to get COVID, but also to pass it on. So at some point, I think they're going to have to rely. They've already started to relax some of the testing rules. Um, it used to be that if you were vaccinated, you only got tested like every 14 days, mm-hmm. but now they've gone down to a week. Um, so oh, there's been really? a little bit of movement on that issue, but I think, I personally think they're going to have to move all the way back to the way that they did it last year, where it's like, you guys are going to have to get tested every time you come into the facility because there's going to be was, outbreaks. Yeah. I, if I was a team, I would do that anyway. Yeah. It's not like you can't go above the, uh, the, the protocol. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, for me, this is like beyond politics. Like, it's not about that. It's about functionality. It's about how to get through the season because, you know, sitting here thinking that they aren't going to have, uh, like that a team is not going to have the kind of outbreak that would lead to rescheduling a game. If you th- really think that's not going to happen, I, I just don't, I don't know what to tell you. I, I just feel like it's inevitable. I mean, the Tennessee Titans right now are sitting on, I think 12 players Yeah. who who either have COVID or, or who have been forced out, including the coach, head coach, you know, and a lot of the guys who have it are vaccinated. So it's like, you know, this is going to be a problem this year that they're going to have to deal with. And at some point they're going to, I, I predict they're going to have to change the way they look at this and, and look at it less like it's a punishment. I'm looking at the COVID numbers in the States, man. 157,000 new cases yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or hundred fifty eight thousand. Not only that, I mean, they want the stadiums to be at full capacity for all thirty two teams. I mean, look at the COVID spike. Really? Yeah, I mean, look at the COVID spike that happened in the UK. It went up after the European Championship. Are we final screwed? in London? Are we screwed? We're going, but they have I'm better little, vaccination numbers, though. I don't know, man. I, I'm actually a little worried about what's going to happen with the London thing too. I, I, I mean, there's a chance that it, it might not happen. The good thing is for you that you're the first game. Why is that good for me? Because they probably won't have any, I don't know if they have any other big events before that that could scare them off of, you know what I'm saying? And then if they have a spike after your game, they could be like, you know what, fuck this, and then my game is canceled. Mm. But, I mean, they have um, they have football games there every other week. Oh, is, there, is the I season going? I said the Tottenham, going? yeah, yeah the, the English Premier League has already started. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so we'll see. So, I don't know. We'll see. Damn. We'll see what happens. But it's, uh Yeah. Just because people are vaccinated doesn't mean we're not going to have to deal with this shit. So, well, it was a hundred thousand cases in the states. There's thirty-one thousand in uh in the UK. Mm, that's better. Yeah. Have you started to look for travel arrangements? <sighs> no, I did. You did. I saw that we got to take a COVID test from here within three days. Yep. And then we have to schedule a yep. COVID test there. My question for is for the second day. I know, but what and if we're not going to be there two days. I know. I'm not going to be there for two days. But you still need one to get back into Sweden, though. I think. But I can't take that test. I don't know. It's a little confusing. The test is supposed to be taken on your second day, and I'll be on my flight. You know right. what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna. So I'm gonna call uh, both uh, travel, uh, whatever. I guess embassy, whatever. I don't know who it is. But I'm gonna call both travel agencies or whatever they're called and mm. figure out 
like, hey, my situation is I'm going one day for a football game. So what do I do? Because what were you? The test costs money here too. Yeah, yeah. It's just like between twelve fifty and sixteen fifty. Yeah. And over there, I'm sure, and they say you have to buy the test even though you don't take it to your second day. I'm a little. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm also it's like it's an economy now. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm. I do. I did very quickly start to feel a, a, a fair amount of regret after buying those tickets because of learning all the things that you're talking about now. Yeah. Also, due to the fact that my plan is to take my kids. Yeah. And the situation with that is that, you know, obviously if one of us happens to test positive trying to come back. Yeah, it was quarantine. Then we're all stuck in the in, in London for two weeks. At least they got good food. Yeah, but I just... It, <laughs> no, it, they don't. It fucks, <laughs> it fucks everything up. Yeah, you know I what know, I mean? I it's know. like, I, so I'm starting to wonder if the, if the reward is worth the risk, mm. to be honest with you. Um, I mean, this is the Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets we're talking about. Like, how much reward? If could you want to see a victory in person, this is the perfect thing. Yeah, and, but only the, and possibly meet Zach Wilson's mom. Yeah, but oh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but only the Atlanta Falcons could manage to fuck up <laughs> this game. You know what I mean? So we'll see. I it was know. a watermelon kick. Yeah, <laughs> a watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, All right, what you got for me now? Well, the last thing I had was uh, I thought maybe it would be funny to sort of rip through the QB rankings mm-hmm. just to hear your opinion. Uh, we could go through them quickly. Okay. Last place, Tyrod Taylor with the Texans. He's the last place quarterback? Number 32. Okay. Uh, talk about continuing disrespect. They got Jalen Hurts, the Eagles, number 31. <laughs> hmm. Uh they even put Zach Wilson above him at number 30. Hasn't played a single snap. How's he better than Tyrod Taylor? I don't know. Maybe he hasn't been punctured in the lung. <laughs> Maybe that was the deciding Imagine factor. Imagine if their first game was Denver. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 29, they got, well, they split Just Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater. So maybe they mean quarterback situations. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Seems like a lot of black quarterbacks. Two is at number 28. What? <laughs> this is stupid. What's up with that? <laughs> this is stupid. That's not nice. <laughs> not at all. It doesn't matter either. I Yeah, of course. Sam Darnold. How is Tua How's behind Sam, Sam, Sam Darnold? Get the fuck out of here. Sam Darnold's at 27? <laughs> Some of these are um, Jimmy G. They got him That's at 26. That's way too low. That get feels low, here. right? This, this is crazy, man. This, I mean, who come made on. this list? Who made this list, bro? Andy Dalton? <laughs> At number 25. Over Garoppolo. Yeah. <laughs> the Red Rocket. A Red Rifle. Okay, sure. Uh, Cam Newton, who's now gone. I wonder, oh yeah, this list came out before the cut. They got him at So now you got to feel stupid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, they put it at number 23. Interesting. Trevor Lawrence, 22. Give that man some rope. <laughs> yes. Uh, Unbelievable. Uh, uh James Winston, they put it twenty one. That's an interesting seems, place to put him. Seems all right. Kind of good. Yeah, maybe. Accurate. Daniel Jones. I wouldn't have Jones How the fuck? above Winston. I feel like Jones belongs in the thirties. Yeah. He looks so bad right now. I would hate to be a Giants fan. Jared Goff, what a fall from Grace. They put him at number nineteen. Was he ever in Grace? Well, he went to the Super Bowl. He didn't two take years the ago. Super Bowl. He was good. 
Not he in the Super good. Bowl. No, not in the Super Bowl. He was not good. No, he definitely was not good. Uh, they put Joe Burrow at number 18. He's way better than Tua. <laughs> way better than Tua. Wow. Carson Wentz, they got at number 17. Eh, maybe. Big Ben, number 16. Carson Wentz is better. Uh, good. Uh, better than Jameis Winston and... Yeah, we'll see. Better than uh, I guess golf. I guess Winston golf suit. Uh, I don't know, man. This is stupid. This is why I wanted to read this list to you because I knew <laughs> you would think it was stupid. Uh, number fifteen, they got Baker Mayfield from the Browns. Uh, that sounds all right. Middle That's, of the pack. That sounds about right. Middle of the pack. Quarterback. Kirk Cousins, fourteen. We'll see, Kirk. You like that? Yeah. You like that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I think personally that uh Kirk Cousins is going to have a rough uh year and I think that uh, you are trash. Yeah. I was stalling cuz I couldn't find that button. <laughs> uh oh, again, Derek Carr is number 13. Also, you are trash. <laughs> this is stupid. I think he's yeah. Yeah, that would be an interesting place for Cam Newton. Yes. Right? Yes. Imagine you had him backing up Derek Carr, and when Derek Carr, you know, implodes mid-season, like he always does. Yeah. Gruden to jump all over that shit. You throw in Cam Newton. Right? Yeah. Why not? The Colts Uh, would be good, too, because they're going to do a lot of RPO, too, and that could be good for Newton, because you got to respect the fact that he can run. Absolutely. Uh, Number 12, Matthew Stafford. This Mm. guy, talk about getting some rope. I mean, everybody yeah. just assume this is probably one of the more interesting yeah. questions that I'm curious to see. Like, Did he play the preseason? I don't think so. It's just going to be so interesting to see. This is a guy who's been in the league for, what, 10, 12 years? And they always said how great he is. And they always say how great he is, but he plays for a shitty team, and yeah. he doesn't have a good... He doesn't have a good running back. He doesn't have all the tools. He doesn't have the weapons. Blah, 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 blah. Well, he's got everything yeah. that he needs. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can say, well, you know, it's just, it all happened too late. But I, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan, so I'm rooting for him. Um, That's a good point, though, man. But yeah. Uh, number 11, Justin Herbert. Who the fuck is that? Total loser. Never heard of him. He's not very good, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It Wasn't that your take? Yeah, man. And Never sometimes, man. That's a bold statement. I said what's on my mind, brother. Yeah, and sometimes. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> you know who we didn't lose to? Justin Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> That's we true. Met the motherfucker cut his hair once he ran into the Dolphins defense. That's true. It's not like he, he didn't win a lot of games. Obviously. Exactly. They need to get off. Let this man cook a little bit. I Yeah. Yeah, it seems a little. Yeah. It's a little early to make him a damn near top 10 quarterback in the league. Get the fuck out of here. I agree. Does he belong at number eleven? No, not. Uh, I'm not sure. Why haven't we heard Tom Brady yet? We fuck out of here. We're getting there. He's not a top ten quarterback in the league anymore. Well, apparently, uh, number ten they got Kyler Murray. People forget Tom Brady threw three interceptions in that Saints game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or was it the Saints? Yeah. 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 Three and if it weren't yeah. for the fumble by the Saints tight end, yeah, they win that game. Yeah, the we were defense. We were, won that Super Bowl too. We were dancing on his grave. We were. Yeah, man. Um, I'm mad. I haven't heard his name yet. I don't think Kyler Murray belongs in the top ten either. Not yet. No, not yet. No. Not yet. Not Maybe yet. just outside of it. He should be. Uh, Maybe if you're thinking like fantasy football, but. Yeah, exactly. That's you know what's what I mean? happening. Fantasy's got everybody fucked up. Yeah. Uh, number nine, you got Ryan Tannehill. 
Okay, congrats, man. I'd say maybe he belongs to a top top 10 10, quarterback. Yeah, right. Congrats. Number eight, we have (laughs) Dak (laughs) Prescott. Come on, talk about. Come on, son. (laughs) Yeah, the fuck out of here with that bullshit. We don't even know if his shoulder messed up. His ankle was flip flopping around the last time we saw him on the field. And we need season. some kind of a soundbite that represents like what it feels like to have somebody like shove something down your throat. <laughs> a gagging sound. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I mean? they are really sucking on some Dallas dick. Yeah, jeez. Because I, I need an, I need a full year of Dak Prescott to yeah, really before I know before yeah. I believe this. Um, number seven. What? <laughs> what? Uh, say the name so the Matt, listeners know. R- Matty Stats, Matt Ryan, Atlanta Falcons quarterback, is the number seven quarterback in the league. I mean, are you serious? <laughs> this is bullshit, man. I mean, whoever Who wrote whoever a... wrote this list. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, get out of here. Even I have to sort of question that one. That's crazy. Uh, Number six is Lamar Jackson. Now we get it. Sure. That makes a lot of sense to me. Mm, Number eight is... uh, Five, five. Or it's number five. What am I talking about? I can't read. Your glasses, old man. Number five is... uh, Well, Jonathan would call him uh, Fool's Gold Josh Allen. Yes, Josh Fool's Gold Allen. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's number five. Yeah. I think he belongs in the top ten. Okay, I could, I could, I could say ten. I wouldn't say he's top five. Mm, Russell Wilson, they got at number four. <laughs> Easily could sure. be too Absolutely. low. Yeah, yeah. Number three, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers. Might be too high. MVP. Oh, he was the MVP. Last MVP year. of the league is number three. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, that's a good point. Tom Brady is number two. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, Tom Brady. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. There's no way this dude's number two. I forgot him. I forgot him. I was, ah, forgot <laughs> it. He's yeah. better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's better than Aaron Rodgers. He's better than Lamar Jackson. Better he's, than Lamar Jackson. He's only not better than Patrick Mahomes, who's obviously number one. Correct. Number one is the worst uh, surprise I think Josh ever. Allen is Patrick better Mahomes. than Tom Brady right now. Yeah. Or you could make an argument that he's a better quarterback than Tom Brady right now. Sure. Yeah. Um, they need to get the entire fuck out of here. Why'd you put this list in front of me, man? I'm a little offended. It's precisely why I put it in front of you. <laughs> because I saw the list, and I thought, like, are we really going to go through this whole list? And the more I looked at it, the more ridiculous it looked to me. Oh, and I was like, fuck. Jonathan's going to hate this list. It's going to be great. <laughs> well, thanks, man. You took some time off uh, my life. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, how did Matt Ryan wind up at number seven, actually? I don't know. I mean, I get it statistically. You know, I don't get it. Did they watch football last year? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I feel like okay. Here's the thing. And Tom think, Brady's still a good. I'm, I don't want people to think that I'm just. I know it's hate. I know I'm. I'm a hater because yeah. he he tortured my team, not my team, but he tortured me <laughs> and my division for years. You know what I mean? We just happen to get lucky more against the, him than any other team. Yeah. But uh, he still like erased us from the playoffs by being a a great team. Yeah. Uh, but he's no longer that Tom Brady. The reason why it's like I, get the fuck out of it. We get it. They want it all, but he's not better than Aaron Rodgers. He's not better than uh, than Josh Allen right now. The reason why I can accept Tom Brady as the number he's not two better quarterback. Than Lamar Jackson. The reason why I can accept him as number two quarterback is the same reason why I think it's really dumb to have Matt Ryan as the number seven quarterback, which is 
precisely what you just said a minute ago, which is, did you watch football last yeah. year? Yeah. Because besides the statistics, yeah. I think, like, how did it all, how did the game end precisely? You know what I mean? Like, how, how did you manage the game? How did you, you know what I mean? There, there yeah. are a lot of intangibles that can't get counted in the stat sheet yeah. that make you a better or a worse quarterback, which is precisely why I don't think Matt Ryan belongs in the top 10 mm-hmm. and why Tom Brady does. Right, because no, statistically, he's not the best quarterback, but somehow he manages to get his teams to win. Yeah, he too. So he, holds, he deserves a lot of credit for that. Tom Brady holds other teams to no points. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> he does. No, because he doesn't. secretly he's playing on the he's defense the- as well. <laughs> he's also an outside linebacker. Uh, most people great. don't know this, but he is the defensive coordinator. Uh- <laughs> Uh, said, that's why he uh, goes to the sidelines after, but you don't see him too much, you know, because he's got his headset on yeah. and he's calling defensive plays. Yeah. They need to get the fuck out of here. With I think he doesn't. Well, the thing is, is he puts in those AirPods so you can't <laughs> see it, right? So he doesn't uh, want people to know. He's like, you know, he's like I'm, Clark uh, Kent, Superman, and pissed, I just don't man. want people. I'm pissed. Anyway, it's a dumb fucking list. Is, uh, is, is Lamar Jackson better than Tom Brady? Like, if you're building a team right now with how skilled the players are right now, would you put Lamar Jackson as your quarterback before Tom Brady? Hell yeah. Would you put uh, Kyler Murray on your uh, team before Tom Brady? Uh, So he's in the tier. No. Would you put Aaron Rodgers before Tom Brady? Yes. Would you put Josh Allen before Tom Brady? Yeah. And Mahomes, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's... So he's out of the top five. Yeah. He's in the top ten. I put him in the top ten. I just Russell put Wilson. Him in the five. Russell Wilson. I would is better. pick Russell Wilson over. I would have picked him better over Tom Brady for the last five years. Mm-hmm. I would have Russell Wilson. The disrespect in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Ryan is better than Tom. <laughs> That's the question right here. Right now, where their skills are, who do you take, Matt Ryan or Tom Brady? Ugh. How am I supposed to answer that? With honestly, I don't know. Um. Because, I mean, you know. It's my quarterback. It's just, <laughs> this is my like, quarterback. as much as he pisses me off. This I, is your quarterback. So you would pick Matt Ryan? Yeah. If they were like, all right, Atlanta wants well, to do a trade right now, would you be happy? God, that would be a weird trade. Wouldn't it? Would you be happy about it? I would be deeply confused. Like, why are you doing this? Okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, more so because of Brady's age, I think. The, the Yeah, and he'll probably win a couple games that Matt Ryan would lose, and then he's going to retire shortly after, <laughs> and that fucks your draft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, damn it, Tom. I really hope Matt Ryan lights it up this year, that motherfucker. He will. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's all I got, man. Uh, what are we doing? So, what are we doing next week? Next T- week is tomorrow. Be- we're doing the live draft. Tomorrow we're doing the live draft. Next week, um, we're gonna try to keep the news short, and then we're gonna do mostly we're sort of do a predictions. Predictions. We're gonna episode. do like yearly uh, odds and whatever. Not odds, but yeah, predictions. We're gonna call. We're gonna say we're gonna win you guys money. Because we're going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Exactly. We're, we're going 100%. to predict the future. Yeah. And then we're going to um, flip them and pick them. Exactly. Flip them and pick them is back, man. Yeah, it's back. And uh, let us know if you know a way that we can get uh, engagement from everybody to get involved in flip and pick them somehow. Hmm. Um, I used to do this thing where I would pick all of the games and see how many I got right on this website. On this, uh, Maybe we can have something like that. I don't know. I'll see what we can possibly do. I don't hmm. know. 
Yeah. Uh, we'll figure it out. But yeah, thanks for checking out SpinFL. Um, we'll we'll be back next week with more. We'll be back tomorrow with the draft. Everything is with the fantasy football draft. Uh, it's it's coming, man. Football is upon us. Yeah. There's no more game. The next game will matter. I'll put it like that. Exactly. The next game they play will matter because there's no preseason. And it'll be very interesting to see because never, I mean, they have a whole week off before week one. Yeah, man. So it's like, when have they ever had that? And to plan like that, I don't know, man. My team plays against Mac Jones. We'll see. He's about to get terrified. Yeah, he's uh, gonna maybe, be like ju- like how Justin Herbert was when he was standing at the what at the a what a, oh man what an interesting test that's gonna be yeah man because that play amoeba, against one of the best defenses yeah. in the league he's gonna like, see that amoeba defense I don't know where they're coming from <laughs> I can tell you this though if he beats the Dolphins in week one they're gonna be talking about him they're already uh, just gonna hand him rookie of the year award yeah we're gonna have to get that sound effect <laughs> <laughs> exactly because that's where it's gonna start I think I'm gonna get the grapefruit lady sound. <laughs> Have yeah. you seen that? No. The lady demonstrating a move to do on your man <laughs> with the grapefruit. It's like a sexual move that she takes the grapefruit and she cuts a hole in it. And then she's like, first things first. And then she pulls out like this dildo. She's like, first, you suck his dick for a little bit. And then she goes, <laughs> and he's like, whoa. Whoa. And then. And then she just casually puts it in the grapefruit, and it's like, now you go, like, what the fuck is... <laughs> I got to show you that video. Anyway, thanks for checking out SpinFL. <laughs> it's been Jonathan Rollins. It's and we'll be back in the future. Take care, y'all. Peace. Later, y'all. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.